In this episode of Rollplus Heart, we rejoin the three crones in charge of the mighty Loom of Destiny as they are forced to waddle across dinosaur Victorian London in order to fix a timeline the old-fashioned way, by hand. After finding the mighty Loom to be mightily broken, Agamede the Old, Quince the Sparkly, and Vera the Convivial yet Irascible magic themselves down to Piccadilly Circus in variously convincing dinosaur disguises. Having stirred up the suspicions of a local police officer, the crones take advantage of the wonderful modern invention that is the Yellow Pages to find the home of their first target, eligible young dinosaur, Miss Tilly Rex, whom they must convince to marry one Ada Raptor, her unbeknownst admirer. The crones secure their entry into the Rex family home with the promise of a seance, in which Quince cleverly foretells that Miss Tilly Rex will marry someone with the initials A.R. That all makes the crone sound really efficient, but honestly, half of the runtime was dumb jokes about the Duke of Wellington's nipples. We rejoin the crones now as they exit the Rex family home. Everything we needed to do, wasn't no, it? Mm, we're, we're only about 50% done, maybe 35% done. No, no, Hard I quite clearly remember you saying we we had to go and find Tardy Rocks and convince yep. her to marry someone and she's going to get married and be very Aggie, happy. Aggie, 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 love, dearest, you don't remember anything. You forget almost anything that happens. Oh, that's not we quite have another true, task. is it, Quacky dear? Uh, Quacky. Yes, for sure. I think you remember some things, but most things it does seem to slip your mind, honestly. So just trust us. We do have another task to do. Well, all right, Valerie dear, will you help me down this last step? Will you? Yes, we we have to get ourselves over to number five, London. Oh, that's so... quite a way. Should we take a cab? Okay, let's let's whistle down a taxi. There we go. God, one of us can whistle. And a uh, horse and carriage pulls up alongside you, and the gentleman at front drops his cap, hops top. Oh, hold on, hold on, mm-hmm. hold on. We live in a dinosaur world, and there's horses. Mm-hmm. Of course, there's okay. horses. <laughs> Carry on. Mm-hmm. Of course. I just wanted to check mm-hmm. that it wasn't like iguanodons or something. No, no. It's, it's like, yeah, this, this brings up the same kind of thorny philosophical questions as Zootopia as to <laughs> are there intelligent animals and mm-hmm. animals which are farmed for the carnivores to eat or... Mm-hmm. Yeah, because actually, as I said it, I did realise be, that'd be the equivalent of like some humans pulling a cart for humans hey hey look there's questions in any any time you make start making were, animals and humans like to be fair there were there were prehistoric horses mm. so oh. yeah because they're an arc yeah what were they called dino horse dino horse yep yep that's that's what they're called and uh the the cab driver hops down and he says me ladies and he opens the carriage door for you and, uh, oh, what a, what a nice young man. Thank you. And uh, offer, proffers you a 
a paw to help you up inside. It's really hard in this inflatable dinosaur costume. <laughs> he very politely, without um, acknowledging it, helps to shove you inside. <laughs> yeah, I almost, I almost certainly fall down, revealing much of my ankles. <gasps> Look away! Look away! Quick, without, with, uh, without a, uh, a moment's hesitation, he flicks a, cur- a modesty curtain down across the, uh, the doorway. Perfect. <laughs> It says, That's what like number five, London. Um, Good sir, to number five, London. Post haste. Don't spare the dino horsepower. I shan't. And he snaps at a few velociraptors that were getting a bit too close to his dino horse. Jaws <laughs> <laughs> slathering. And hops back up into the front seat and says, and onward, Nelly. Presume it takes us just down the road. Hmm. <laughs> yeah, presumably. <laughs> I, turn, I turn to um, Vera and Agamede and I say, do you think we should try to do a fairy godmother style thing? I love fairy godmothers. They're my favourite. Well, well, you you would, because if I recall, they do require a lot of sparkly. There's lots of glitter thrown around. They have a sparkly wand. I have a bag full of glitter just for this occasion. <laughs> oh, of course you do. Um, and I... I have a shiny wand in my purse. Yeah, what? Did you... Did you bring that with you? Oh, I brought the wand and I brought the sparkly glitter and I brought some uh, accessories. I also brought, oh, you'll like this one. I brought Will I? A, le- a gold lame uh, miniskirt. <laughs> what do you think about that? So sparkly. That would be a lot of ankle. I don't, well, mm, true. And you have to put these on on top of a dinosaur. Yes, disguise. but... Um, the joy of it is, is that the mini skirt is one of those rip away ones, so it can it's kind of adjustable. It's got a uh, velcro. I'm not opposed to the idea, because my other idea was to just shake her until she was better presentable, and I don't think that's an idea. I think that's just abuse. Well, so, I I but... think the first thing we ought to do is determine. Um, <clears throat> when nap time might be. It's well, right why now, don't you... Oh, oh wonderful. Nap. Well, I'll just... This it's is going to be the most productive old, five minutes we have. Unfortunately <laughs> for you, in that moment, the cab driver pulls up at the house. Bollocks. <laughs> a screech <laughs> um, and a clatter of prehistoric horse hooves. Um, oh, Cabby, can we idle here for a moment? Yeah, we have five whole pounds. Do you think you could just take us around the block? I'll keep the engine running. <laughs> and, Does that uh, mean the horse is just trotting in place? Absolutely. <laughs> it's doing a dressage. What a talented dino horse. So weird. Yeah. Well, how long have I been out? One uh, minute. Oh, lovely. Where's the loom? I ought to get started. I can't wait to inherit your bones. <laughs> oh, yes, don't you worry. I wrote it down all proper. You'll get my bones whensoever my soul departs them. And it can't come soon enough. When, when, what are you going to do with the bones, Vera? Out of I don't know. Uh, probably display them on the wall in a jaunty pose. Ooh, yeah. 
And at that moment, you hear uh, the driver leans through the uh, into the back and he says, excuse me, ladies, I don't mean to rush you, but the raptors are circling again and I'm going to have to keep moving. Otherwise, my horse is going to get it. So, uh, uh, around the block, or uh, are you? Uh, is it oh, let's—I'd like some fresh air. Let's get out and right. go and we can get see out. our new friend. Thank you, thank you for your service. No, my thank Here you. It was a pleasure. Money. Oh no! Would you look at that? As a velociraptor hanging on to the leg of your horse, you're going to want oh, to give it a swift geez, kicking. <laughs> Back, you fiend. Are these velociraptors like street urchins, but they're velociraptors? Or are they yes, non-sentient the velociraptors? Family. No, one of them um, is wearing a little flat cap and brace, and he says, Cool, blimey, Gav, just let us have a bite. I'm starving. Would you like a sweetie? Yes, please. And he runs up to you and holds out a little paw. And uh, a bunch oh. of other little raptor children um, come along and they're like, I would like a sweetie too. Oh, please, please. And they start tugging on your uh, clothes. And then suddenly there's 20 raptor children around you and they're all grabbing at your clothes being like, sweeties, please, sweeties. Uh, everyone be patient. There's plenty to go around. And I'd like to hand them out, but they've been in the same pocket as the snuff and they are now covered in snuff. Mm-hmm. Cocaine right. children. Cocaine velociraptor children. <laughs> Fortunately, these are Victorian children, so um, probably not yeah, the first so time. Definitely doing cocaine on the race. Yeah, um, and uh, the, they, the first, the first uh, velociraptor child takes a sweet. And he looks at it and he says, "Cool, cocaine and pure and processed sugar. Blimey, I'll not sleep for weeks." And um, so this- I hate to bring this up. Isn't snuff tobacco? Oh, I don't know. Uh, I think it did have something dodgier yeah, than that I mixed thought, in it. I'm pretty <laughs> sure it's tobacco that you snort up. Or you can have, like, wet snuff. I don't know what you did with it, but there was dry mm. snuff or wet snuff, right? Yeah, I think it is. But oh, for chewing. The, the, the moist kinds of chew. We can, in the um, dinosaur world. In dinosaur world, it's got, it's got sure, cocaine. Sure, yeah, 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 cocaine. Oh, they've all laced it. In dinosaur world, snuff is cocaine. I'll also pop a Werther's in for myself. A cocaine Werther's. Oh, she'll wait right up with that. Jesus. <laughs> Today, cocaine use prevents a, presents a series of major problems for the governments to tackle. But in the 19th century, it was fervently hailed as the perfect solution to a very specific issue, safe anesthesia during surgery. Cocaine before your surgery. The more you know. I feel like that's the opposite of what you want <laughs> right before a surgery. Mm, Call me crazy. I want to be wide awake. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Surgery, let's go. <laughs> I'll take um yeah I'll I'll have a a, a cocaine worthers and then mm. um straighten up a bit and put my arms in there and go whoa that's much better <laughs> and all the uh, raptor children go whoa and uh, let's get some open stick let's rob a place and they go they, uh, <laughs> they start grabbing some sticks and throwing them around and you uh see people down the street starting to um peer out of their front doors at you uh, i'm gonna give you another chaos token back for that one so you currently have three spell spell tokens available nice can um, definitely nice. make a dress and i i am out of chaos so everything's normal from now on um and uh you see the front door of five london open oh and shit the face of a beautiful young velociraptor pokes out and looks down at the street and says are you all right 
Oh, you must be Angela. I um throw up a sparkle, like a poof of glitter, mm. and say, We are your fairy godmothers. Oh, what's this wee business? Are you okay? Um, hang, hang on, darling. Listen, would you like a sweetie? And um, can I... Wait, first I'll say, are you... Is it you, Angie? Angie? Yes. No, Angie's down at number six. My name is Ada Raptor. <gasps> She's the right one. Oh, She's the right one. Yes, that's what I said. Would you like a sweetie? And can I... um? I feel like it's maybe a two spell tokens kind of thing. Give her a sweet so she forgets the last like 20 seconds so we can try that again. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> or we could give her a sweet that convinces her that we are fairy godmothers. Oh, no. Uh, unless you're going to stand there no. and discuss it, I believe that Agamedes yeah, or Adia. Here we go. Do you like a sweetie? Like, not that one. That one. Taking sweets off strangers, I don't see a problem with that. It's yeah, Victorian just blow, London. Just blow the cocaine off if you don't no want need. it. Um, and she pops the sweet in her mouth and her eyes glaze over for a second and then she says... And I will I will just kind of hurry to the side so she can't see us and just point at um, <clears throat> Quiver. <laughs> off you go. Yeah, I'll also hide. Go on, okay. do the glitter. I am your fairy godmother. <laughs> My, you appeared out of nowhere and I have no recollection of you arriving. You must be real. Gosh, yes. my own fairy godmother. And I never would have imagined it. These are two, no, these are two spare fairy godmothers. Spares? drawing attention to us. Hello, I'm your fairy grandmother. Oh. They're going, no, see, they're going to um, watch me work because they're on... Apprenticeships. Um, Apprenticeships, yes, mm. they're they're my apprentices. Yes. She's very old it's for an apprentice. Never but don't too worry late about for that. a career change. That's no, what I say. Right. I used yes. to be a tooth fairy, you know. <laughs> <laughs> she did. She did. She was very good. Admirable. She could smell a tooth from twenty miles away. Yes, I can smell all of yours, dear. Very healthy. And you just notice her lips tighten. <laughs> <laughs> Do dinosaurs have lips? Sure. Not really. Perhaps. <laughs> but these are dinosaurs. These do. She Victorian does. dinosaur people. If she doesn't have lips, I'm sure she's painted lipstick on over her general Absolutely. mouth area. Absolutely. Um, could you let Could you let us in by any chance? We'd like to help you find a suitor. Immediately, please come through to the parlour. And she leads you through. It's much more uh, demurely decorated in here, much more moderate. The furniture is less fancy, perhaps a little around the edges but it's smart and it's clean and she bids you to take a seat and sits down on another on a she lets you take the sofas and she sits down on a small little pool. before we talk to her can we have a meat break because i can hear my tummy rumbling Absolutely. and i really need to snack meat break meat break it's time for a meat break so um you all take seats in ada raptor's parlor can I offer you anything? A small sandwich with the crust cut off. Oh, that would be lovely. Are they cucumber? I'm, I'm sure the chrome would like it. Um, let me let me run off and get something for you. And she dashes out into the corridor, and you hear her having a, a conversation with a mage. She's like, if you really wouldn't mind, terribly. Gosh, thank you so much. I re I appreciate you and everything you do. Oh, how gosh. And then she returns to the parlor and uh, takes a seat and says, "They'll be right through." 
I'm so sorry to make you wait. I should have had these, pre- you know, right? I should have had these prepared beforehand. You're absolutely right. Well, you didn't know we were coming. Gosh. It's 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 okay. No, 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 no. She's she's quite right. In polite society, one should always be prepared for whatever may happen. You must be able to throw a ball at a moment's notice. Throw a ball. I mean, I have I have a ball, and uh, she leans behind the sofa and pulls out a pig's bladder that has been blown up and stitched again. She says, "This I'm calling this." Kickball. I don't think it will ever catch on. I've been playing with the urchins. I think I think we've got a lot of work to do, haven't we? I think by ball, Aggie actually meant you know a party, a big party where you have dancing. Oh, a party, a ball. A ball. Oh, like yes. this, like the Rex breakfast. Yes, yes very yes. much like that. Wow. Are you ready for that, dear? Oh, uh, I I wish. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, listen, I think we should just give up now and go home. Fuck the timeline. Yeah, it seems like a lost cause. <laughs> no, no, I think we can do it. I believe she has. She's a diamond in the very rough. Okay, so first we should improve your appearance because it's easier to act fancy when you look fancy. Um, uh, Vera, Vera, would you mind? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Doing your fancy mice sewing or something, or owl sewing. I re- it really depends what you want. Uh, I'll 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 open up my coat and Woodsy the owl is just in a pocket <laughs> on the inside, mm-hmm. trying to thread a needle. Yeah. Huh? Uh, Let th- me think listen, whether. Oh, mm. I'll, I'll have to spend a spell point. I would assume. Or three. I think you might have had to spell. T- you currently have one spell point. One, yes. Um, now, would you would you say point. it could be one spell point for me to get Woodsy to go recruit some more birds to just go steal a dress from a shop? <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably have said that was two, but mm. I'm feeling quite kind. Um, it certainly will be your last spell point. Yeah, let's say it's one. Let's say that's one. That's convenient, mm. isn't it? It's very convenient. convenient. Uh, but yeah, uh-huh. uh, so I'm like, Woodsy, go get your bird friends to make, wink, a dress for this dear velociraptor. And Woodsy looks up at you with giant eyes and says, sure, we'll make, wink, the dress. Anything else you want us to make, wink? Along the way. Some shoes wouldn't hurt. Wink. 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 All right, then. Wink. I, I assume you're both saying wink out loud. Oh, yeah. Every yeah. time you wink. Always. Uh, Woodsy's an owl. He can't wink. He's just blinking at you with both <laughs> eyes each time. <laughs> and he says, I'll be right back. And flies off your arm and swoops around and smacks straight into the window, <laughs> into the closed window. Oh, let me get let me get that for you. Oh, hoot hoot. Come on. <laughs> you pick him back up onto your arm and you can almost see the kind of like smaller woodsies flying around his head in a little <laughs> cuckoo, cuckoo, cuckoo kind of um, situation. And he's maybe a little wobbly on the wink now, but he valiantly flaps off. I will count that as a moment of chaos and give you a, a spell point back. Yeah, um, maybe a little, maybe, maybe, maybe he it's uh, going to be a little wonky out in his flight. Yeah, but um, we'll see. We'll see what kind of dress they bring back. <laughs> yeah, you will. <laughs> um, um, at that moment, the um, maid comes through 
bearing a play, a play, a tray of um, small plates with small sandwiches with crust cut off, with mm-hmm. cucumber in one, a pate of some sort in another, and a small collection of cakes and pastries. She lays it on the table and Ada says, terribly sorry, these are all from Marks and Spencers. Well, they look exceedingly good, these cakes. Oh, listen now, if there's one thing I've learned, never give someone else credit where you can take it yourself. Nobody needs to know that you aren't an excellent baker in your own right. They need to think that you've got good control over that kitchen of yours. Yes, a lady must always display her accomplishments, such as... Cooking and sewing and... um, Speaking German and maybe French. Yes. Watercolours. She pulls a small notebook out of her bra at this point and is taking notes. Oh, a lady shouldn't be seen reading or writing. She throws throws it in the fire. She says, "I'll, I'll remember everything then. Yes, I find it best to simply remember things. I'm very good at it. Also, uh, accomplishments are you could do hang gliding, um, you could hang do gliding. F- uh, hang, fishing, hang gliding. Uh, fishing, you could do uh, race car driving, um, ca- race car, race car, yes, race car driving, race car. Or, or driving. am I thinking of hobbies? No, I think I'm right. I think those are accomplishments, aren't they? I, I, no, I, I rather think. That you've got mixed up there, dear. I don't. I think. I think you'll find you're the one who's usually mixed up. It's. I know everything. Um, no, no. I, th- I think you'll find that you both can be wrong. Anyway. Gosh, I'm so glad you've all come into my life, and you're going to help me turn it around. I um, really was re- losing hope. I didn't know where to turn. What do you do, dear? What do I do? Why? Yes, what does your family do? Nothing of any renown. I have... uh... Oh, well, we should fix that right away. There's no harm making up a relative or two. Yes. The real trick trick to be high society is to not to do anything at all. Not to do anything at all. Uh, Yes, but your ancestors must have done things. Oh, they could be bequeathed lands. Perhaps... Perhaps you could claim they were excellent bakers. Yes, I mean, perhaps you are related to the Spencers of Marks and Spencer and your your grandmother originally gave them the recipe for their their sponge cake. Or or perhaps your baking ancestors could be of the Kipling lineage. Uh, Oh, yes. Oh, yes, of course. Would you like... Should I get some of those? Oh, what? L- Linda, I... Linda, bring bring the Kiplings, would Finally. you please? Oh, wonderful. So I appreciate you and everything you do for the family. One more thing. One shouldn't ever form emotional attachments to the servants. Right. Don't yes. treat them like people. No, you must treat them uh, like the objects of use that they are. I'm beginning to feel uncomfortable. Um, Linda comes back in with a, a tray of small iced pastries with uh, little cherries in the centre. And uh, Ada looks at her and says, place them on the table. And that's all. 
Well done. I love you, Linda. Perfectly done. Perfectly. No, you no, were doing no, shit no. until the end. No, there. no, I no, no. I can't even pretend. You're a gift and you've kept me sane over all these... Stop it. Stop right. it. Right now. I, I smack her on... I smack her on her... I smack her on her dinosaur's snoot with my um, my wand. No! <laughs> oh my gosh. Are you challenging me to a duel? No. You smacked me on the snoot. Ah, but it wasn't with her glove. You're all right. Right. Okay. Gosh, there's so many rules. So I must shout at the servants and tell them I make cakes and do a racer car and say I am a Spencer. And one last thing is you should make sure to introduce yourself to any potential mm, romantic uh, partners with your full name just so that they know. Yes. Why, of course. Is there anyone you've got your eye on? And um, she would blush, but she's a dinosaur, cold-blooded. She pulls out a she fan. She fans herself. Yeah. <laughs> and she says, <laughs> just no, uh, realistically, no. Okay, but what about unrealistically? Stop messing around. We don't have that much time. Yeah, let, p- pretend that you're not a hot mess. Oh, gosh, are you dying? I'm, I'm so sorry, I... I think the cocaine is wearing off. It just makes me a little bit grumpy. Oh, that happens. Would you like some more? Oh, that would be lovely. Thank you. And she um, she gets a pot off the mantelpiece and offers it to you. Please help yourselves. I'm just going to oh, stick a finger in and just like rub it over my gums Absolutely uh, under normal. the dentures. Just kind of pack some into Completely my dentures usual. so I kind of absorb it. Entirely yeah. normal. And to her, you've just shoved your hand into your Into throat. my neck. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You're of course, you really are dying, but... Uh, anything to get that cocaine in, I guess. It does one a world of good. <laughs> well, if if we're talking dreams and fantasies, there is one dinosaur I've admired from afar, but she's never going to look down on a lowly, lowly little raptor like me. Not if we've got anything to do with it. Really? We can help you bag that Rex. Gosh. Haven't you ever read a romance story? It's always the way one party is rich and seemingly out of reach and the other poor and romantic and they generally end up together or die of consumption. Yes, it's, it's one it's, or the other. It's like it's very like Jane Eyre. Yes. Isn't it? Mm. Modern the, the, romance. The, the famous author Jane Eyre, yes. Yes. Um. Well, I think we're done here. Can we go and have a nap now? I, th- I think you're right. I think I have a handle on everything. Uh, thank you so much, Fairy Godmother. I'm I'm ready for the ball. I just I'll I'll just get a ticket and wait for that owl to bring me a dress and practice throwing this pig's bladder. That was part of it, right? I would no, not if no. I were you. Absolutely not. No okay. bladders. You don't, you don't want your hands to smell like you've ever done anything approaching hard work or anything fun in your life. Uh huh. No, it right. must be very, very dull. And then once you get married, it continues to be very, very, very dull. But then, once you die, it's still very, very dull. Reliable. Gosh, that's that what we great. call that. Yeah, life is very reliable. It's consistent. Ooh. Very well, I consistent. Love that. I didn't have any dreams of changing the world or anything. Don't, don't worry no, about no, it. No, no, why would you? I can't imagine what someone like you could do to change the world. Look at you. You just sound like, just like everybody else. But oh, yes. I, I have dreams. I have dreams. No. Keep them to yourself. <laughs> um, would you mind giving me a moment to speak to 
to quarantine and velocity. Absolutely. I'll go away. Yes. Yes. I'll just go... I'll just go shout at my help. Excellent. Well done. Look at me go off to shout at them. And she walks out and um, you hear, oh, no, terrible work. It's fine, actually. It's great. Um, Um, Do you both think we might rather need to go to the ball with her? I mean, the girl's hopeless, but perhaps if we can whisper a few useful bits in her ear, she might not make a complete fool of herself. As a chaperone, you say? Yes, quite. We shall all go to the ball. I could feasibly make myself invisible and whisper things into her ear. Yes. Possibly. I don't know. We'll see. I've never tried that spell before. Well, otherwise you just do it behind a fan, don't yes, you? Yes, true, true. I could just do a fan, couldn't I? Yes, you're right. Maybe I could magic a fan into existence. I feel like we don't have to use magic for every situation, but... Oh, you youngsters and your silly ways. Listen here, Venti. Magic was given to us for a reason, and not to use it is an insult to those great powers who bestowed it upon us. Yes, I sometimes use it to heat my tea. Yes, I I like to use it to keep my toes warm at night and clean my dentures. I don't like to wear glasses, so I use it to zoom in on things. (laughs) I like to use it to ease the pain in my knuckles and uh, take off the little bobbles of wool that get on my slippers. At that moment, you uh, hear a tapping on the window of a a small beak. Oh, Woodsy, hello. Open the window. Woodsy hops in, followed by a couple of crows, and they're dragging between them a rather beautiful ball gown in a beautiful sky blue. And some magpies hop in with a pair of matching shoes. And Woodsy says, It's all right. Got the dress. Wink. Made it in a dress. And we. Thing is, someone might have uh, seen us. So I'm just going to. We're just going to. Uh, got a dress, made it, wink, got some slippers and a dress. I think I might just, uh, have a... I I think your owl might be broken, you know. He seems a little concussed, but Um, I think he'll be fine. Just don't let him sleep. From the middle, from the distance, you start to hear, like, uh, the fading in an approaching siren and oh no um, i think we ought to hide the the stolen goods and a moment later the sound of trotters screeching to a halt in front of the door Did you say trotters trotters what do horses have hooves 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 no maybe I said not trotters. Horses. i said trotters first yeah, i'm gonna stick with trotters. them and thematically i feel like we're getting arrested by pigs because it's the pigs these uh you uh, peek out the window you spy through the window that the there's some um black and white striped carts being pulled by a pair of pigs <laughs> they don't see the irony in it uh, hide the dress get kill, kill the birds hide the dress woodsy looks at you mother not you woodsy the other ones they can just fly they're away they're surely birds. just let them fly I'll, I'll, i reach out to, to try and i reach out and just try and grab the nearest crow oh um, would you, uh, do you, do you want to grab it? <laughs> if you want I mean, to grab I'd it, to. I'd like you to give me 
uh, spend a point of muscle. I don't have any. I'm a grandma. Okay, you ain't grabbing no crows. Unless you want to use a sp- your uh, remaining spell token to... Oh, dear. Well, are the, pe- the, the police are outside the window, so if we usher the birds out there, they'll see a bunch of birds fly away. Can I... Um, are they? Have they knocked at the door? Uh, you hear talons approaching up the steps. No, they're wearing shoes. We established Victorian dinosaurs have to wear shoes. Yeah. You hear uh, boots come up the steps towards the front of the house. Can I shove the birds up a chimney? Uh, if you want to spend some muscle or... Yeah, I'll spend the a muscle to... spell point. I'll, I'll spend a muscle to uh, get rid of these birds. I'm going to, whilst that is happening, hide the dress and shoes in um, my skirts. They're under my skirts. Agamede stands up and kind of hitches up her dino skirts which have slipped down because the inflatable mm-hmm. dinosaur is quite slippery yeah hitches up her skirts and goes don't you worry i've got this and um she's gonna go to the door mm. and wait just until it sounds like they're about to knock and swing it open in advance mm-hmm. and then channeling that nice young man humphrey bogart i'd like to use some of my What's the smarts one called? Minutiae. Minutia. Yeah. Minutiae. 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 I'd like to uh, use my sort of smarts to um, immediately just kind of launch in as if I'm a detective and, and just say, like, just be like, oh, you finally made it here then. I too followed the trail here hoping to find the stolen dress, but... It was all a misdirection, after all. And just kind of go on like a really long spiel to confuse them for long (laughs) enough that they won't come in and or they might actually leave. The uh, two T-Rex officers at the door stare at you for a moment as you chatter away. And one turns to the other and says, could we see your badge? I don't. This city is a dame and I love her, though she feels. Oh, sorry. What What was that? I mean, she is a dame. She, yeah. Oh, yeah. We definitely agree she's a dame. But uh, we don't recognise you from around the precinct. Uh, precincts in England. I'm from around the uh, the Nick district. The Nick. The Nick. Um. Well, here's the thing. I'm in fact a private detective. Perhaps you've read Sherlock Holmes. I'm actually the inspiration for the character. You're the inspiration for the character of Sherlock Holmes. Oh, indubitably. He's, hey, she, she said indubited, indubitably. That must mean that, no, only only a true detective would possibly have a, a word I, that big. In, in hearing this, I come out and say, Ah, I am your faithful Watson. What is happening here? You've got a Watson? Uh, oh, my dear Watkins. Yes. It's simple, you see. The police were fooled by the frankly laughable distraction of the dress heading towards this house. Of course, we came here to check, but it's very obvious that the whole thing was a trick. Smoke and mirrors, the actual thieves and the dress have gone to bath. To bath? To bath? Yes. Genius as, as ever, Holmes. You see what no one else does. Core. Well, in I mean, I who are we to possibly 
contradict your authority. That must be right. I guess we'll be on our way. And they start, they turn around and start waddling back down. At this point, though, another um, another police car pulls up. Two more p- police rexes pop out of the car and say, and they have a little confab at the bottom of the stairs. And it's like, you can hear them being like, Holmes and Watson, gone to bath, all got you sorted. I think it's your round. And they look like they're just about to uh, walk off. And then one of the rexes look up at you, looks up at you. You recognise him. This is the one you saw on Piccadilly Circus. He says, wait a second. I know you. I've seen you before. Oh, hello again. Yes, you were going to my birthday party, isn't that right? No, that's not right at all. Oh, dear. You see, it was all a clever ruse. Sherlock a clever does ruse, not, a clever ruse. Sherlock does not uh, provide uh, the identification unless it is absolutely necessary. Yes, I've been undercover for quite some time now. She goes undercover as an idiot old lady (laughs) all the time. No one ever suspects an old lady. Someone should write a television show where an old lady solves crime. Don't you think that would be enjoyable? And they could call it Poirot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the one, dear, yes. Um, He says, look, my mates may fall for your little tales but I would like you to recount them for us all down at the station. So if you wouldn't mind me, please take a step into my wagon and we'll talk through the details oh there. Well, yeah, will I, ha- will I be allowed to have a nap on the way? Yeah, I don't see why not. Oh, lovely. Would you like a sweetie? Uh, no, thank you. I don't take oh. sweeties from con artists. Well, if I see any con artists, I shall let them know. <laughs> I'd be much obliged. Gentlemen, search the property. Oh, shit. Lovely. They're all And some dinosaurs trump <clears throat> back up the stairs towards you. Would you gentlemen like a sweetie? Uh, no. They've got cocaine on them. <laughs> Tempting as that is, no thank you. <laughs> well, uh, more for me. I'm... I'm going to sit at a table eating, like holding a cake as if I'm just someone that lives here. And um, officers swarm into the house and start poking around the lounge, the parlor. And I always have that instinct to be like, let's roll a dice to see what they find. I miss dice. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and Ada, Ada swings back in and says, oh, what's, what's going on? Sorry, my lady. We're just scoping the premises for a criminal uh excuse me can we uh look up your chimney what an improper thing to say to a woman <laughs> i didn't i didn't mean it like that <laughs> your mother would be ashamed of you <sighs> my how, mother how dare you ask uh, of a lady's chimney what a disgrace a it is not to I be meant, plumbed by any real one. common officer. I meant the, re- I meant the real one. Uh, I meant- No, we know what you meant, you cad. You <laughs> filthy, filthy bugger. If you um, spend a point on Moxie, I'll let you embarrass him so much that he won't actually look at the chimney. <laughs> I'll, uh, spend, I'll spend that point. I've got, I've mm-hmm. got loads of Moxie, so uh, I'm happy to also. Okay. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll, I'll spend it because I've got two left, so. And uh, flustered by the impropriety of his accidental impropriety of his statement, the office he uh, he says, "No bother, no bother." Uh, in that case, we will uh, uh, just 
look under this tea, teapot. That's not euphemistic, is it? No, that's no, fine. The lady's teapot is happy to be plumbed. <laughs> I'll, I'll remember that. Thank you. Fortunately, with your um, quick use of Victorian uh, proprietary rules, you put them off doing an actual search and they they kind of half ass it, then turn to their leading officer and so can't find anything. And he uh, says, right, well, we're, we'll be uh, sorry to bother you. We'll be uh, keeping an eye out, uh, the lady. Bath, what did I tell you? They've gone to Bath. They always go to Bath. Right, I'll uh, investigate that lead then. Have a good You do that. Rest. Have a good day. Good day to you, sir. Well, now that that's over, I'd like to have a little nap, if I may. All this excitement is a bit much for me. Uh, please, um, would you like to take my chambers? Oh, God, it's oh, happened already. Have you oh, a fainting chair? A fainting chair? Oh, obviously, all the chairs are fainting chairs. Nothing but fainting yes, chairs. Yes, of course. Mm. Yeah. Uh, what is a lady without her fainting chair? Got to faint. Where 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 should you faint upon if no fainting chair is available? There has to be a fainting chair in every room at least. Exactly. I live on wafer biscuits and I wear a corset non-stop. Of course I'm fainting. 20 times. See? <laughs> oh, so you nearly went then, didn't you? <laughs> there I go again. <laughs> Nothing wrong with it. Is this my dr- is this my dress? Flourish it out from under your dress. Yeah, <laughs> as if I've magicked it there. Oh! Yeah. I have magicked your dress and I shake a bit and some shoes fall out. And some <laughs> shoes. Here you go. They were wedged up a little bit, I'm afraid. Sorry. Wow. Incredible. I'm going to look so beautiful. Let me try them on. And in, in a whirl of heart music and obviously montage, you sit there as she goes off and returns looking resplendent in her Resp- beautiful new dress and shoes. Resplendent. You've never seen a dinosaur look this good. <laughs> uh, what a pretty dress. Who are you? Oh. I'm uh, a- Ada. Your, your oh, godly fairy godchild. Is that how it works? Am I a fairy too now? Oh, Probably. isn't that nice? Have you got any jewels? It would look better with some jewels. Ah, let me go into my unicorn purse of magic. I, I flourish with a load of uh, glitter. And I pull out some accessories, basically. But they're, they're all like... Are they plastic? Yeah, they're plastic, absolutely. Why would I have mm. non-plastic? But they look really good, and obviously Victorians are To be fair, they? to a Victorian, That's probably more plastic might be more rare and, and fascinating. Yeah, what is this incredible material? Gosh, it so shiny. Plastique. Plastique. Mm-hmm. Plastique. Yes, it's a Gosh. rare mineral. Wow. If only we could use this to make absolutely everything. Yes, and then clog the oceans up with it to yes, make them so that shiny. Sounds great. <laughs> I assume Woodsy is not happy. He's rooting, sadly. Yeah, my coat is ruffling. <laughs> like, oh, oh, hold on, no, nope, it's fine. It's okay, Woodsy. Calm down. Well, I feel, I feel ready for a ball. You look glorious, but sadly, on the inside, you are still gauche. A gauche clodhopper. If you will. A ghost clodhopper. So, so we have decided to accompany you to the ball and aid you in your conquest. Great. Well, wonderful. As established at the start of this, the ball is three days away. So oh. would you like to ha- oh, just... I thought it was tonight. Hang out for a bit? 
Well, we in that case, why don't we do a manners montage for three straight yes. days? A manners montage, you say? That's my favourite kind of montage. I like montages where they place um, knives and forks in the correct place and they drink the soup not with pulling it up. They use a spoon and mm. I like the montage where there's we elocution. books on her head. Yeah. You speak correctly yes, and yes. you balance the books. We teach her how to use a fan properly to do all the and, social language stuff. And you cross your legs underneath like just a gentle cross of the ankle, not of the knee. Like in that famous uh, play um, The Princess Diaries. <laughs> oh, yes. That was a good one, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, Richard Gere. Richard <laughs> um, I think you can either use some spell points here to make this work. Sarah's face right now. <laughs> I think the, the idea maybe is Pretty Woman, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> am I getting that right? Yeah, Not have I, have yes. I passed I it correctly? Do, yeah. I am an old and forgetful lady. You can't remember Bex every movie you've seen. the difference. <laughs> Yeah, she's seen could, a lot of movies. Re- really could not. The character was so ingrained for a second, I couldn't tell if you knew that Princess Diaries wasn't Pretty Woman. <laughs> Don't worry. Yes, I can. I haven't gone senile just yet. I'm pretty sure I'm the youngest one. I think, I think you're so. I think you're so method though. You're Jeremy Strong all over this place. And it's getting hard to tell. Uh, well, <laughs> in our Richard Gere montage. Montage. I can't do G's anymore. Um, <laughs> I feel like you can have a wonderful, you can have three full days of teaching this hapless yet well-meaning young dinosaur um, how to behave in polite society, either through magic or through spending some moxie, I would say, some of your uh, charm, you know, to sort of draw on your knowledge of social um should we should we use one of our spell? Well, actually, no, Moxie, it feels like we didn't use magic. We used actual Yeah, I feel like you did, actually. Yes, but I feel like perhaps in the meantime, I should use magic to cut the crusts off a lot of sandwiches and maybe regain some Moxie because we've used quite a lot. Yeah, I, I, I'm going to take a point of Moxie from all of you the effectiveness of this montage. Well, would it not be minutia? Because we're teaching her very specific rules. Okay, I'll let you say um, either or. You can either be drawing on your knowledge of uh, Victorian morals and social mores, or you can be using your natural charms to teach her how to imitate them and behave. I, I think best to use minutia because I think we might yeah. need quite a lot of you can moxie. Use a mix. You can use a mix, whichever uh, one you want. The ball. I'll give her minutia. Uh, well, I can, I'll certainly use my minutia. Mm. Are we all going to use a minutia? Whichever one you want, I'll let you choose each. Um, I'll use my minutia because I feel like I'm not going to use that super often, and I've only got one muscle, one moxie left. Yes. In the meantime, can I do something mundane, very extravagantly, with a spell token and absolutely get some back? Yes. You can spend one spell token to regain a point of whichever one you'd like. So- because I think by this point, I'll only have one minutia, one moxie left, and nothing else. Mm. Yeah, I'm getting very tired. It's been well, a long week. Is this halfway through the second day? We we just cut in the middle of the montage to just Agamedes, Agamedes sitting in a um, in the parlor on her own. Yeah, and there's sandwiches, and the crusts are being cut off them by a floating knife, yeah. 
and my slippers are putting themselves on after resting in front of the fire to warm them up. Mm. And um, there's a there's a book next to me whose pages are just turning. <laughs> yeah, that's it. And then we cut back to you know you waltzing with Ada around the uh, the bedroom and. You, um... By the way, by now it's getting real sweaty inside this dinosaur outfit. I'm just saying. <laughs> it's okay. It's of sweat. London. No one's washing anyway. She just gives you it's more perfume three to pour on yourself. <laughs> Each day we're just powdering you a bit more, you know, <laughs> to hide it all. In fact, you all smelt strangely clean when you arrived. Suspiciously no clean. Suspiciously clean. You're finally starting to blend That's in. That's what gave us away. <laughs> The deodorant, wonderful modern invention. What is this toxic smell? But finally, emerging like a butterfly from a cocoon, on day three, Ada the Raptor. No, that's not her name. Ada Raptor, the Raptor. It's <laughs> like <laughs> so calling myself Jen the Blundell. I think uh, we should call you Jen the Blundell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Jen the Blundell, the human. Jen the Blundell, the human. <laughs> Jen human, the Blundell. Jen human <laughs> Perfect. Um, Ada Raptor steps out from the front of her house, hair elegantly coiffed, hands in little lace gloves that are also big because she's a raptor, dress shining neatly pressed, shoes, her nose gently powdered as she gracefully swans down the front steps and into a carriage waiting for her to take her to the ball. The ball. The illusion then utterly ruined by the old woman in a blow-up dinosaur outfit who shuffles down the steps in carpet slippers after her. Yes. An old woman in a dinosaur outfit. A rather convincing dinosaur. A sparkly dinosaur. Spark, but sparkly. And Venusaur. Venusaur. (laughs) (laughs) It's very strange that we haven't seen any of those Venusaurs. Perhaps they all went to the new world. Venusaurs, I've seen Rampadoses, I've seen Crawdilies, I've seen so many Pokemon over the last few days, but I haven't seen a Venusaur. Name 150 more. Uh, you know I could. Don't challenge me. <laughs> I know you could. Uh, is it part of our? Is it part of our manners montage that we cut to a, an, a day? Decide she begs her begging you for a break, and you all taking a trip to London Zoo, and um, Vera walking around the cages, being like, "No, that's not a Pokemon. That's not a Pokemon. That's not a Pokemon." <laughs> that looks like it could be a Psyduck, but it looks a bit weird. Yeah, it's a, it's a penguin. Oh, that's more like a piplup. Of course. (laughs) Fuck me, I guess. Uh (laughs) (laughs) I didn't, couldn't get past the, you know, original 150. I I, I never attempted to get past it or to even remember the first one. No, no, I played Pokemon Red, Blue and Yellow and I watched the first Pokemon movie and then that's it. I never did anything else with Pokemon ever again. Sorry, Sarah. Your loss. (laughs) (laughs) More for you. You Gotta catch them all. (laughs) (laughs) You've only caught 150 of them. (laughs) I've caught maybe four into my brain. (laughs) I mean, that, that original 150, dead keen, loved them, big fan, sort of on board for the second 150 when I played whatever colour came after that. Gold and silver? Yes, and it was only an added extra 100. Extra 100, that was it. <laughs> Sorry, fuck me, I guess. Uh, yeah, fuck you. 
<laughs> fuck you, I guess. Deserved it that time. Imagine, imagine if Professor Oak was like, "Yeah, fuck you." Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> fuck you, Ash. Fuck you, I guess. Yeah, fuck you. Ash. I know you're trying Half to learn, but fucking fuck you, I guess. Get out of town. I want to hang out with your now single mother. <laughs> fuck off with this Pokedex. <laughs> That's really a retelling of that story, isn't it? It's like uh, just saying. Yeah, Uncle uh, Uncle Professor just hover around me like, "Hey, Ash." <laughs> Just here you go. Go keep yourself busy for a while, yeah? When Ash gets back, you can call me Uncle Professor from now on. You can call me Uncle Professor Dad. Uncle Professor Daddy. <laughs> Uncle Professor oh, Daddy. No, anyway. no that's, that's just for Ash's mum. Um. Oh, no. I regret starting this conversation. Let's yeah, move on. Yeah, this conversation, yes, we get into the carriage. Okay, you arrive. Uh, it's the early evening. The lights are starting. Oh, no, it's a breakfast it says, no, breakfast is an all-day food. Yep. Breakfast is an all-day food. Um, <laughs> breakfast for dinner bowl. Oh, wait. I've I've just had a thought. A thought? Oh, well, the nice family, the Roxes, that we sure. went and did a seance for, they're going to recognise us. Surprised you remembered that. And see us here with, you know what, Fuck you. <laughs> uh, I, let's let's jump out the moving cart before we get there quickly. I mean, and we Vera, could just Vera ask. Tucks and rolls. We could just She's ask. Just already gone. Nope. We, okay, driver, would you mind slowing down and stopping just here, and we'll get off, and you can take Miss Ada on. And we will hide in the bushes and send the owl to speak to you. Mm. Absolutely, absolutely. You're in a separate carriage coming behind, so Ada's gone forth, and I think a, a more. Oh, you all cramped into uh, the same carriage was, if you decide to sort there of climb was, in. There was really no need for a vacation to throw herself out of the window. <laughs> if we're in a different carriage, we could just not go. Yeah, no, absolutely. you're probably all in the same carriage. She's not... Look, Ada Raptor is not that wealthy. She can't afford two carriages. My God. That's Rex yeah. wealthy as that. Probably rented this one. Hey, you one. didn't ask, but she spent all of her family wealth doing charitable shit. But what a cow. You're right, we didn't ask. You didn't ask. We don't care. Yeah. She's keep look, it to yourself. It's not charitable if you brag about we're it. We're just here to fix the timelines. We're not actually interested. <laughs> That's true. You're doing it. Yeah. Is she Is she not a, I assumed she was a mathematician. Um yeah. I as, I doing, thought Ada Raptor was Ada Lovelace. She's doing um maths charity. Charity maths. Oh yeah. Hmm. Okay. All those orphans on the street, those street urchins. Look, they might not have homes, but they are really, really good at trigonometry. This one was going to straight up invent the computer, guys. Yeah. What so a she, uh, But probably not anymore because she's told, been told not to read or write <laughs> or have any accomplishments. No, have accomplishments, yeah, yeah. but... The timeline is fine. I mean, that was the part of the timeline, clearly. The timeline one day we'll come back for a sequel married. where we convince her to invent the computer. Mm. Yeah. While she's married and she has seven kids. <laughs> yeah. So, um, you're, so, are you getting out of your carriage? Yes, I think we should arrive separately and stay a bit hidden, don't you? Yes, I agree. Okay. I think that would be apt. The carriage pulls to a halt, lets you out, and Ada um, um, waves to also, you. Also, real, real quick, sorry, Jen. Mm. If I want to know something about the world, do I have to spend a point of minutiae to ask you a question? Aye. Is that, is that mm. the thing? Um, okay, I will do that, just because I'd like to know... About the history of this world, Go on. if if any humanoids ever evolved alongside monkeys and like died out, or 
or they just never left the trees? Like, what's the situation there? I think in dinosaur Victorian England, you have a growing branch of science that is fascinated by the remains of these strange ape-ish creatures that they have been discovering in rocks. And they've been doing displays of their bones that sometimes they're not entirely sure which one attaches where. Maybe maybe they're like, oh, maybe they have like these lots of tiny little bones sticking out of the sides of their faces or out of their jaws. Like, like we have spiky teeth. All these tiny little bones must be for coming out of these sockets. Or maybe, you okay. know, some, they, they imagine you've got spine, you know, you must have had spikes along your spine. So maybe a whole rib cage down the spine. And lots of um, illustrations in books of these strange ape-like creatures covered in feathers and all painted <laughs> red. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay. I was just wondering whether we might be able to use our humanness. Yeah, like the feathers must have rotted away, but the bones have remained. But I feel like if we popped out as actual humans, they'd be like, what the fuck is that? And they would not relate them to the... No. The fossils they've been building. Okay. No, I mean, you can try. You can try and come into a dinosaur ball as humans. I can change the way I look again, maybe, and then... Uh... T'was but a thought, mm -hmm. just in case it's useful. This old brain still works sometimes. <laughs> Sorry. This old brain still works sometimes. <laughs> and canonically there, you just asked God a question, so... Yeah. Well, I just closed my eyes and meditated upon the great being that granted us our power. Maybe think, maybe, um, I imagine Ada had a nice library, um, you know, a small home library and you probably did some reading there. She's got the latest copy of new scientist dinosaur on the table. You read that. <laughs> it was all about. Don't, don't. Don't retcon it, Jen. God exists and we talk to them. Yeah. 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 In this world. Constantly. You are all hags and I'm your god. <laughs> that sounds about You're right. Really yeah. happy to say that sentence, aren't you, Jen? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bow down before me, hags. Um, For those listening, Jen is now out not speaking about the game. No, of course She's not. She's speaking yeah. about the real world. Well, uh, has any of this been a game? <laughs> oh, God. You're right. <laughs> <laughs> it's our real lives I just looked outside and there's dinosaurs everywhere oh my. it was earth all along <laughs> <laughs> yes that great film um, uh, Star Trek mm -hmm, the one with mm. dinosaurs yes Star Trek: The Last Jedi. The Chrysler Building sticks out of the sand on the beach, right? Yes, wasn't it? Uh, was yeah. it? Was it not Twelve Monkeys? I'm pretty it sure. Could have been Twelve, 12 Monkeys makes more sense, yeah, yeah, yeah because yeah. Of the monkeys. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, wasn't it Twelve Angry Monkeys? Twelve Angry Monkeys. <laughs> twelve yeah. Angry Monkeys. You're right. Got there in the and end. And a packet yeah, of crisps. We, go. we got there. <laughs> twelve Angry am, Monkeys. And a packet I am of delighted by this whole conversation. I'd fabulous. watch that film. <laughs> um. So Ada, you hop out onto the curb and Ada, Ada's carriage pulls up in front of the entrance to the ball and you can see from afar she steps out of her carriage with grace and aplomb thanks to your training over the past three days. Get in, lad. Looking resplendent. I only have one word for how good she looks. Looking absolutely fucking great in her frock and shoes. Phenomenal, even. Phenomenal. Fantastic. Fierce. Very fetch. 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 Um, From that famous film, 
She's all that. She's all that, yep. <laughs> yeah. I will continue to do this till the end of time. <laughs> it's, um, where's the line between Quince and Helen? <laughs> I'd say. I'd say. Um, all of my characters are somewhat me, really. Yeah, that's true. I mean, this one is just entirely mm. me, frankly. If I could give people cocaine-covered words as originals and have naps all the time, I would. I felt I felt Tiddles was closer to my personality, just the the full amount of nipples, you know. <laughs> if I could just have a few more nipples, I'd be a bit yeah, you, right in there. Your personality um, is very nipple based. Very, I've got a very nipple based personality. I can't I can't deny it. <laughs> nipple based. I've always I've always said you're very nipply. Are you just super that, nipply? Yeah. I've never... Helen, she's so nipply. Yeah. <laughs> First thing people notice about me is my nipples. Jen, yep. Jen, please. <laughs> please move on. Yeah. Jen. Um, how are you just going to leave Ada to go into this ball and hope that everything works out? Yeah, I think I think we can interact either through Woodsy or invisibility if we need to intervene. I think we should be in there, but not with her. Perhaps yes. then. If she sees us, she'll think, oh, there are my fairy godparents. And if the Roxes see us, they'll think, oh, there are those crones. And everyone will just believe they know who we are, but we'll be pretending to be different people to everyone. I'm sure that won't go wrong at all. I've got an excellent memory. So you're... We're letting Ada enter, and then a few moments later, we're entering ourselves. Great. Are you changing anything before you go in, or are you just going to... No. I'm putting my hat at a jaunty angle. No. Great. Wonderful. So Ada enters, beautiful, heads turn, whispers of, oh gosh, look how lovely. What a very eligible young dinosaur. And um, she goes off into the party trying her best not to sound intelligent or look like she could maybe fix a radiator on her own or anything like that. Perfect. And she can then... do intelligent witticisms, but only occasionally. Only if they flatter men. Yes. Yes. Yes cut back to you in that part of the montage sitting there giving her like testing her can you can you make a joke about current affairs and she says yes you go no and uh wand on the nose again (laughs) whap her on the snoot can you say can you laugh politely and say oh gerald you're so smart when a man near you makes a much less intelligent witticism about current affairs and she says yes and you say excellent and give her a cocaine worthers um so she disappears (laughs) off into the ball trying to laugh lightly at everyone's jokes and then you'll come come forwards and present yourselves yes yes we are the three crones of burlington any questions Um... introduce us young man (laughs) call our names to the crowd would you like a sweetie um the um the valet standing at the door nods as you give your name, turns and says, announcing the three crones of Burlington. Hello. And uh, several people nearest you turn and look a little quizzically. You're slightly less beautifully dressed than the average person here. Shuffle and say, don't give me that look sunny or I'll curse you. <laughs> oh my. I, I would have thought our reputation might have uh, preceded us mm. a little if the you hear whispers family you hear whispers slowly rising of oh god like oh gosh that's that's them that's them 
the wicks and stuff. And you hear little notes like that pass through the crowd and clearly news of your arrival uh, is spreading. And you move on through. The party is beautiful. There are chandeliers. It's in a very grand building, obviously, a central London Victorian building, quite modern by their standards. Chandeliers on the wall. Chandeliers on the wall? Chandelier, I said it. Chandeliers on the wall. (laughs) Mirrors on the ceiling. (laughs) Just sticking out. That's how dinosaurs do it. That's how dinosaurs do. They put chandeliers on the wall. (laughs) It doesn't hang down. What are you doing? It's hanging down the wall like a a cascade. Like a waterfall, if you will. Oh, part of me thought it was like very rigid chandeliers. (laughs) Like a light. Whatever you want. It's that. Chandeliers on the wall. Mirrors on the ceiling. Tables up the stairs, full buffet of Ooh, breakfast foods. Buffet because on the stairs. <laughs> the dinosaurs' oh, favorite. Do you think they have foods. any oats? Oats. There are oats. There is toast covered in butter. There is bread covered in butter. Chaos. There are oh, lovely. There are, um, pikelets. There are English muffins. There are eggs. Um, Benedict. There are poached eggs. There are scrambled eggs. There are fried eggs. There are baked beans. There are sausages. There is bacon, and there is the most enormous tower of crumpets you have ever seen. Oh. I'd like to just stuff some boiled eggs in my pockets for Did later. Did I say boiled eggs? I don't, I don't think she listed boiled eggs. Yes, well, I'm going to find them, and if there aren't any, I'm going to go and harangue a servant until I can have some boiled eggs. You don't find Is any boiled any eggs. Kedgeri? There's kedgeri. I'd like to go and yes. harangue a servant. Okay, you're going to harangue a servant. Yes. You scour the table, find no boiled eggs, and grab the nearest servant. Young man. Madam. Why are there no boiled eggs here? No boiled eggs. Uh... Terribly sorry, madam. Um, I'll I'll go off to get you some boiled eggs right away. Six, please. Six boiled eggs. Hard boiled. Yes, I'd like to save them for later. Yes, ma'am. I like to pop them into my yes, mouth ma- in a robbery mess. Yes, ma- yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Just whole. And his face is slowly out my teeth. Slowly on. grimacing. Yes, ma'am. <laughs> May I go, ma'am? <laughs> Thank you, young man. Have a yes, sweetie. Ma'am. No, thank you, ma'am. I feel quite queasy. Uh, oh, he, uh, I did not hear he to hit of... me to hear rubbery mess, Lucy. No, hang on. Oh, Time for that rubbery mess. Yeah. Thank you very much. Thank you. Oh, oh uh, acting normal. <laughs> Acting like you hadn't just said a word, cry. Acting normal in front of the kebab man, are we? This is um, this is revenge for Nug Mummy. Nug Mummy. <laughs> um, oh dear. And he dashes off to try and get you some <laughs> some eggs. Is anyone else? Are you just going to hover around? Are you going to? There's a a band playing in the corner, playing beautiful Victorian classical music. Some people gently dancing you see Tilly Rex standing with her parents as her parents look around the room discussing suitors and options and Tilly sits quietly to the side looking beautiful and gazing off into the distance and you see Ada staring at her wistfully from across the room I'm gonna go up to Ada and say you should introduce yourself to your young amour oh do you think yes Say your full name. <laughs> full name. Say my full name. <laughs> maybe, sure. maybe point out your initials. Maybe <laughs> get out your handkerchief that is that is initialed. That's got initials. What? How would you call that? Monogrammed. Monogrammed handkerchief. 
and tell him your name, tell her your name, and wave them on. Well, not wave it, but gently, gently, just uh, show your monogram. Gently, gently show your monogram. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you sure that's not impolite for a <laughs> lady to do? That got away from me somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> just show us your monogram. Good chitch, Bex. <laughs> Lovely, thanks. <laughs> um, yeah, so I'm going to encourage um, her to sort of, you know, highlight the monogram gently and also say her full name to Tilly Rex. Okay, she, um, she pulls the monogrammed handkerchief out of her sleeve, not her bra, as you taught her not to do, um, and je- waving it gently in the air sort of crosses the dance floor <laughs> like this, heading for the direction of the Rexes. Unfortunately, last minute, a gentleman seems to sweep in, kneel before Miss Tilly Rex and whisk her off onto the dance floor for oh, a little dance. And you, you, little you see bugger. Ada just sort of waving her handkerchief in their general direction. Looking a little. Uh, Can I use um, um, some points lost. of muscle? Uh, and uh, Can I use points of. Sorry, go on. There you go. I was going to say at that moment, Vera, uh, you feel a tap upon the shoulder and you turn to see oh, God. <laughs> a very handsome Stegosaurus with a top hat and the most bushy mustache. And he says, My bride, may I have the first dance? Absolutely you look not. Resplendent and also fetch. Off you go, dear. You'll be able to keep an eye on our friend while you do. As you say no, he puts his um, paws, feet around and whisks you off onto the dance floor and into a waltz. And you join the bobbing and swirling crowds on the dance floor. And the Stegosaurus's mother stands beside you. Agamedian says, such a delight. This ball is perfect for cementing relationships Tying families together, uh, securing our oh legacy. Yes, absolutely. Rich is he, your son? Uh, yes, very. Lovely. I've been meaning to redecorate the house a bit. Great. So uh, we'll need a dowry of five hundred. Pounds. Well, the thing is, we're quite poor in the money department, though very rich in the thumb department. <laughs> department. And on the dance floor, Jonathan speaks to you, Vera, and he's like, gosh, it's lovely that to be engaged to such a beauty as yourself. I can't do this, Jonathan. My heart belongs to another. Gosh, it's nice. What a lovely evening. I'm so happy with my bride. Such a delight. Jonathan, you're not (laughs) listening. Uh, I want to break away and try and interrupt the suitor that's dancing with Tilly and claim that they are my beloved. Could you use a point of muscle, I think, on that one for an elegant... Dismount? Um, sure. Disengagement. I, I don't even care. I, I mean, it doesn't even have to be um, elegant It as just as long as I get out of mm. 
So um, in a, a moment, the the music swells, and in a second, you dip out from under his arms and appear between Tilly and the other gentleman who is whisking her around the dance floor as he says, and my father's father was a merchant and his father before him and his father before him. And you break between them and Tilly is left stranded as you, as this gentleman barely notices really that a different um, woman is now in his arms as he carries on around the dance floor. And Tilly uh, is left floating, stranded in a sea of dancers. I will... Try and wave at him, Arga, and tip my head meaningfully mm. towards Tilly. Go, go, go. Okay, all right, wonderful. And um, she swings into the middle of the, the dance floor, wriggles her way between dancers, dodges out of the way, and stands before Tilly. And from your various places around the ballroom floor, you see Ada curtsy before Tilly and asks for her hand, and Tilly doesn't blush because she's a dinosaur but she quickly pulls out her fan and whisks herself and you can hear her say something back and the two enter an embrace and start to twirl off onto the dance floor that's lovely and as their parents look on you see two dinosaurs twirling and clearly giggling at each other's witticisms in a genuine way and then Agamida you get a tap on the shoulder and it's the young it's the young waiter and he says I'm there was a there was a uh, there was a problem uh, with the eggs. We uh, I asked I asked I said the chef I asked the chef for eggs and then you hear a voice as a big dinosaur bursts out of the kitchen screaming, "I do poached eggs, I do fried eggs, I do scrambled eggs, and you ask me for boiled, boiled," and he storms out into the night and the whole um, most of the ballroom, most of the dinosaurs, their heads turn watching as this angry dinosaur storms out, pulls off his Shet's hat, throws it on the floor and storms out. And yet among them, two beautifully dressed dinosaurs continue to twirl, oblivious to the chaos. Oh, what a shame. Could you just fill me up a couple of cups with scrambled eggs instead? Oh, God, that's hideous. <laughs> very, very <laughs> disgusting. Well, you can let them go rubbery as well, to be fair, so, you know. Yeah. And then I would like to go and, uh, because I fully assume they've looked at each other and smiled once, they're practically engaged. Mm. Our job's done here as far as I'm concerned, so I'd like to go up to the young man who's clearly so bothering Veronica with thoughts of marriage and so on. Yes, he's been... um trailing as as Vera spins around the dance floor with the other man who's still talking about his family lineage. It's just Jonathan saying, oh, excuse me, uh, excuse me. Yeah, That's my man. Yes. Come here, I shall offer you some advice. Please. You don't need to seem quite so keen. It's very unbecoming. Here, have a sweetie. No, no, that one. And he takes it. I'd like it to be the poison, sweetie. He's getting on my nerves now. <laughs> well, you <laughs> don't know how many spell tokens that would be, but I mean, you did say at the start you wanted it to be a three. You thought it would be a three spell token. <laughs> sure, kind of. Sure. So, with your remaining three um, spell tokens, Jonathan takes a sweet, 
and his face starts to, I keep wanting to say flush, dinosaurs can't flush. Swell. <laughs> his face turns even more green and he starts to gasp and claw at his throat and he falls to the floor and panic breaks out throughout the, uh, throughout the ballroom. You'll be all right. And I'm just going to like um, wander over to find, um, I'm running out of words that begin with Q. Quality. Quality street. Quinoa. Quinoa. And, yes, quinoa and voyage. <laughs> Say, well, that solves that problem. Is it that time? I, I I think we've 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 cleared everything up very nicely and wrapped it in a good bow. And the person upstairs would be very proud. I think. I think so too. <laughs> I am proud. <laughs> God. God, are you speaking? here, Vera. <gasps> you needn't worry about that young man anymore. I sorted that all out for you. Yeah, I, I watched you gank him. Over Agamede's shoulder, you can see him lie on the floor, froth coming from his mouth as his mother wails over his body. I appreciate the murder i think oh you're you're quite welcome we probably ought to leg it before they realize it was you right unfortunately for you three to return home you're going to need enough magic to do so which means i'm just going to spend these three chaos tokens that bex gave me there and you absolutely (laughs) as you step out into the street of victorian dinosaur london and head off back to piccadilly circus the most magical place on earth so that you can um, you can have your magic take you home. A real meteor streaks through the sky behind you. And some dinosaurs look up. And in the middle of Piccadilly Circus, a woman with a big feathered hat screams, No, this time it's for real! But you don't care. You've done your job. Time to go home. Time to put my feet up and have a nice bath and order another loom from Amazon Prime. Oh, we could have done that, couldn't we? Yes, I didn't like to mention it because you'd been so rude about accusing me. Well, can we we order a sparkly one, please? Because I would really like a bright pink sparkly loom. How much do you want one? Enough to have broken the perfectly good old one. Uh, Oh, certainly not. Uh, mm. I, w- <laughs> I don't know what you're talking mm. about. Um, I would never break a loom just because I want a new loom that is pink and sparkly. Uh, well, quite. Could we? Can we research any alternatives so we're not putting money in a pocket of fancy Jeffrey Bezos? <laughs> Jeffrey Bezos. It's all right. We know what fate is coming to him <laughs> with the fate. <laughs> True. He gets his. And um. As we fade out on <laughs> on a threat towards Jeffrey Bezos, <laughs> a threat towards Jeffrey Bezos, it was, not a, threat. It was three... a prophecy. No, okay, guys, a prophecy, a you're prophecy right. not a threat. Literally, I was different. not saying I was going to do that. I was saying that he gets his. <gasps> that is all I'm saying. Not a threat, just a prophecy. <laughs> and as we fade out on our three crones bickering, as always, about who broke the loom. Again, the threads of time continue to weave themselves once again with just perhaps a little more chaos than absolutely necessary. Yay! And you save the day, sort of. Sort of, kind of. And we killed a dinosaur called Jonathan. 
<laughs> we sure did. And we predicted Jeffrey Bezos will die. No, no. no I said we never get said his. death. We just said we he'll get his. Which could yeah. mean, and that doesn't mean that he'll could mean bankruptcy. Die in a fiery spacecraft disaster. No, no, it could be oh, anything. Oh, I hope, I hope it's not that because that would be too fast for him. <laughs> I, I hope that Brutal. his robots don't rise up and eat him. Yep, smash him against the wall. Well, we'll see. We'll um, see. Thanks for playing, Jen. Thanks for running yeah, that game, you, Jen. Thank you for playing. You've been listening to Roll Plus Heart. Today, you heard the second and final part of our session of Mundane Magic, a game by Lisa Penrose. Your GM was me, Jen Blundell, and your players were Bex Watson as Agamede the Old, Helen Gaffley as Quince the Sparkly, and Sarah Keep as Vera the Convivial Yet Irascible. Our music was composed by David Shaw. Music mixing and mastering was by Mark Anderson. You can find all of our links and contacts at rollplusheart.com, including to our Twitter and Facebook and to our Redbubble store. If you are enjoying the show, please tell someone about it. Word of mouth is definitely the best way to get the show out there. We also really, really love to hear from our listeners, so please send us a message if you want to say hi. If you want to hear more from the Roll Plus Heart crew, you can find Sarah on Twitter at Penguin Panic, where she shares her awesome art, Beck streams art and games on Twitch at Starling Girl, and me and Sarah are also in the actual play podcast Quest Fantastic, about a party of retired adventurers who must hit the road once more to rescue an old friend. I also host Jen and the Film Critic, a film review podcast about all the latest cinema releases. The next episode of Roll Plus Heart will be out on Wednesday, 27th of April, when we will be starting our brand new mini-series of Kids on Bikes. Sarah will be back in the GM seat, meaning that me, Helen and Bex have to dust off our mudguards, polish our spokes and strap on our best attempts at childhood innocence, while Sarah does her very best to scare the poop out of us. Smell you later, my dudes. <laughs>